everyone. Welcome to the Brain Candy Podcast. I'm Susie Meister and I'm here with Sarah Rice. Hey, that's me. Sarah Rice. Rice cakes. Rice patty. <laughs> rice, rice baby. That's good. Rice is nice. Oh. If I were an ice skater, I'd be rice on ice. Is this something you do? Is this no, like- I'm okay. just riffing. <laughs> it's like Andrew Dice Clay. But oh, right. In overalls with pigtails. Mm-hmm. And wearing our brand new. Oh. W- we should be tweeting it like live. What do you call we it? Should. Insta-storying this. <laughs> what do you call it? She's wearing our new WTF pins. We got 200 in. I'm going to be shipping out today. You guys that uh, have been waiting, the wait is over. And they're different colors than the last batch, and I love them. Look at that. They're so pretty. We got the pins in, and we're recording. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so if you want one of these MTV-style WTF pins, you can go to patreon.com slash braincandy. That's at the $7 and above level. Seven bucks, you get a pin. And hello, you get all the Q and A's. You oh, get right. all the um, fifteen minutes of blame audio podcasts. Tell me who we have coming up on our fifteen minutes of blame. Okay, uh, you did Emily. Yep, and then I did Brittany Nicole. Oh, that'll be fun. She was really rookie fun. to the new season. Yeah, are you the one? And then now the challenge. Mm-hmm. She was an open book, which oh, that's I really exciting. love. Great. And then today, you and I are interviewing Christian from Road Rules 2, the Norwegian. Oh, oh my God. And that will not be disappointing. I can tell you that. And don't we have Devin coming up, too, on the books? Oh, yeah. It's, wait, that's today, too. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. We, we got a, a full sketch. <laughs> we do. Anyway... This show is brought to you by RX Bar. For 25% off your first order, visit rxbar.com slash braincandy and use promo code braincandy at checkout. And today's show is also brought to you by Lola. For 60% off your first order, visit mylola.com slash braincandy and use promo code braincandy at checkout. This is episode 142, which tragically... Tragic. We actually already recorded some of you have noticed that sarah's audio has sounded a bit crackly lately like terrible i apologize adam's been out of town he's been in chattanooga and so we've been on our own and you see what happens when when we're on our own all things go terribly wrong can't get the audio to work on our pod our our, uh, q a's Mm -hmm. youtube not working yeah it's been a real challenge ha (laughs) <laughs> stupid okay stupid, we says. are That's gonna great. start out the show talking about well what first we're gonna do some shout outs oh okay i was feeling shout outy this morning good on the way to work i was thinking of some shadows i wonder if people if the novelty has worn off yeah probably <laughs> we can make them shorter yeah not so long simplify Please. Marissa. Oh. Marissa, Marissa, ain't gonna diss ya. Really wanna kiss ya. You're my favorite Marissa. Good, good, good. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Tiffany. Tiffany? Tiffany. Oh. Tiffany, she's the sweetest can be. She donated some money to me. <laughs> That's good. Todd. Mm. Tough one. 
Oh, Todd, Todd, got a really nice bod. His name is Todd. I don't think he's a frog. Okay. It's a stretch. It's all right. Courtney. Mm, we've had a Courtney. I believe that was my knee tree brie. <laughs> Courtney rhyme. Okay. Um, then we'll do a different one. Well, no, no, no. We're okay. going for Courtney. Uh, Courtney number two. This song's for you. She's Courtney number <laughs> Courtney two. Number yeah, two. Courtney number two. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that was a good comeback. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We'll do a couple more. Whoa! Amber. She seems like someone who wants a ballad. I was, oh my God, I was thinking ballad. Because it was going to be like a Amber in the morning. Amber. Like something like. That's a power ballad. Power ballad. But that, like, you have to pair that. Imagine that with, like, I don't know, a strong G chord. What's the chord that people play? <laughs> you know, as a musician. I don't know what any e chord co- Whatever being chord stronger. is, like, the strong power ballad chord. Layer that, if you will, in your mind over the Amber song. Amber. It's so pretty. The last one. <laughs> it's so pretty. <laughs> the last one. Kelly. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kelly. They, we could do the one from Cheers. Kelly, 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 Kelly. Do you not remember when Woody was dating Kelly? No, but that's great. This is a shout out from Susie. Hit it, Suze. <laughs> he did this whole song where it was like very pretty piano, but mm-hmm. then the lyrics were terrible. <laughs> Kelly, 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 <laughs> Kelly. Because you're Kelly, Kelly, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly. And then it ended with. Of mine. <laughs> See? There you go. Thanks, Kel. <clears throat> Thank I was going to go Kelly Belly Smelly, so your no. sounds way better. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who's a patron. We are slowly but surely going to get all our shout-outs in, but, you know, there are 1,200 of you, so yeah, things are slow more, going. <laughs> you know? Okay. Pardon me. I'm going to clear my throat. Mm. <clears> throat. Okay. We wanted to talk about, because we were talking about before... We started recording on the last time we uh-huh. recorded this about how you watched an interesting documentary that yes. I recommended to you Yes, called Do I Sound Gay? Yes. Tell the people what that's about. Okay. So it all uh, started with an individual, a gay guy, gay male, who wanted, he just went through a breakup and he was in, it, it kind of starts with the scene, um, him in a restaurant I think he was at Fire Island, and which is a really popular, like, gay vacation spot during the summer, probably all times of the year. And uh, he was at a restaurant, and he was listening to all the conversations that were going on, and it felt like every voice he heard was cackling. Everyone was 
different than how most straight males talk. And it started to really get to him of like, what is this gay voice that men, these, that gay men do? And is it something that is created? Like, is it, what would you call that? What do you call it? What's an the affectation. word? Is it an affectation? Is it something that is you're born with? Is it something that comes, it's kind of like the two go hand in hand. So he really researched like how to make himself not sound like this. And also why is it that he sounds like that? And there mm-hmm. were very interesting reasons. Like, why would you say, what, do you have any guesses? Do you have any like <laughs> takes on why somebody or why this is? Well, whenever you and I initially talked about it, I was saying that it seemed like what the documentary was getting at was that there were a few things. The first being that when um, historically gay folks had to be more undercover, Uh that it was almost like everyone knew, but nobody was allowed to talk about it. And the way that gay men in particular would get other gay men to realize they were gay and available and interested Mm -hmm. was by showing this speech pattern that was like a dog whistle to say we're in the same club let's be friends or let's be more than friends and so I think maybe that has some of its roots in that Mm -hmm. and then I've also I also think that there's an element in minority communities in general including the LGBT community, where they almost purposefully want to be countercultural in certain ways and reject societal norms, whether mm-hmm. that be mm-hmm. speech patterns or um, language. We see that with people of color. They have their own way of speaking that what bothers a lot of white people. Uh-huh. But it, I think that it's all on purpose to say... We're, we're fighting against yeah. what you yeah. guys are setting up. So yeah. I think it has roots in that as well. And I, Yeah, absolutely. And then you combine that, you know, a lot of um, what they discussed in the film, they, they went to people who study language and people who study... Uh, Linguistics. Yeah. yeah. And, and the... When you break down a word and how a word is said... It's amazing how much power can be behind where you put the syllables. There's a famous Broadway actor who has now become a voice coach, and he offers coaching lessons on how to... He does it for people with um, uh, accents from you know different parts that want to lose their accent. Uh, but he does it... As, he offers a whole course for men to not have that voice and so they can work in television and play a more masculine role and or play a straight character and a lot of guys want to lose his voice and he says that the american male has a way of of talking that's an up and a down so when you talk you say hi how are you if you're a male okay if you're a female you say Hi, how are you? Yeah. And you ask as a question when you go up at the end. And a man is asking, almost not asking, how are you? They're telling you. They're like, hi, how are you? Yeah. And when you pay attention to that, and it made me think of the times when I want to deliver a message in a strong way and how I talk. Yeah. And how I talk in that up-down voice. And how if you become... So the, the, the guy who is the filmmaker who's exploring this whole idea, he uh, 
really struggles with a lack of self-confidence and a, uh, this inability to really believe what he's saying and speak confidently. And he really stressed that there's a lot of that that has to do with it, too, where you feel like you've been hiding for so long that anything that you do say isn't delivered very confidently. And so it's hard for him to say things in a very confident or demanding way that like commands respect and he feels like that's not a very masculine way to speak and he also well everybody in the movie discussed how the people who were around the most as we're learning a language influence the way we speak so if you spent most of your time around women and you looked up to or idolized or watched women when you would watch a movie then you would pick up on more of the vocal um, uh, uh, patterns, the speech patterns of women. And so he looked at some uh, uh, homosexual males who grew up in very straight, quote-unquote, straight environments, like more masculine environments where they were, like, all football players or they grew up and they, they, were more, they hung out with guys more or they had all brothers, and you would never be able to guess that they're gay. Okay. So, so they, they didn't, didn't have any of that. Okay. It was almost whoever they hung around more, and then you asked the And then they got to all those kids had lisps when they were younger. Mm. And then... They went on in the movie to say that there was a period of time where little boys who showed this um, feminine speech pattern were labeled as having lisps and put in speech class. And one guy on the documentary said he was he grew up in the 60s and 70s. And he said, I looked around and realized every kid in the speech class was gay. Mm. Oh, my God. That's so great. It's like a bunch of gay boys learning how to not talk like little gay girls or little, you know, gay boys. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, speaking of, you mentioned women. Yeah. So that's my segue. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wanted to talk about a product called Lola, which we highly recommend. It is a really cool subscription service that sends feminine products right to your door, but they're 100% natural and 100% easy to feel good about. Yep. Here's why. They're organic cotton. No added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, dyes, all that stuff. So you can feel really good about using them. And you don't have to think about buying them. Or as Sarah says, you don't have to send your man to the store to go buy them. Right. Or your partner, whoever. Yeah. Whoever it is. talking about the LGBTQs today. Um, the box came to me. I love the product. Mm-hmm. I find it to be just as comfortable and high quality as anything I've ever tried, but without all the toxic stuff that yeah. I don't like. And it's not like one of those subscription services where you're like, oh, do I need this? You're like, oh, yeah, pretty sure I need that every month. <laughs> if you go to mylola.com and enter promo code BRAINCANDY, then you get 60% off your first order when you subscribe, which is a freaking great deal. Deal! So go to mylola.com and enter promo code BRAINCANDY and feel good. When you don't feel so good. Yeah. <laughs> that's not their line. That's mine. Yeah. Um, okay. But I went out, I told you the other day, I went out with four gay guys the other day for lunch. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. for drinks that then is dinner and, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. And 
I feel like I reached a pinnacle of hilarity, number yeah. one. I told Sarah, like, I felt like I had to really bring my A game because they Did were you bring so it? funny. I tried. Yeah. They laughed. Okay, good. And then they text later and said, we love funny? you. And I oh, thought, okay, they You're love in. me. Yeah. But Who doesn't? Hello. Here's the best part. What? Two of them were a couple, and they have a cat, and <sighs> its name is the best cat name I've ever heard. That seems like a long name to put on a tag. <laughs> it is. Get ready. What? What is it? Patricia. Patricia. Per- our cat. <laughs> it doesn't get better. Patricia, our cat. Come on. Who? Thinks they're clever. I love it. They're clever. Like, I would get a cat just to be able per- to Patricia. Oh, that's so good. That's my garage opening, by the way. Oh. Sometimes I hear it on the show, and I'm like, oh, someone must have been leaving that. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to think it sounds more like a dishwasher. Oh, no. It's a garage. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Mm. So, anyway, that's the best cat name ever. That is. I think it's a perfect cat name. Uh, okay. I have a few things I want to talk about. Yeah. You, on the show that we recorded that no one can ever hear. Yeah. <laughs> The last show. You wanted. You were talking about the Real Housewives of Orange County for oh some my reason. God. Why? I have it written down, but I don't know what Probably you were saying. Probably because they're nuts. Oh, what was I talking about? Well, it was really good. I mean, this season's become. <clears throat> oh, I saw one the other day. Not like what? Like they're a In rare the animal. Wild? Yeah, I saw a desperate housewife. One of the original ones. The woman who was married to a. A baseball player and her son played baseball and she lost a lot of weight so she was she was looking real good and uh <laughs> i saw her at breakfast just a casual breakfast spot but that wasn't uh the what i i'm sure i, no. I wanted to talk about no, no, no. you know did I you say hi to her wanted no but you know what's oh. funny is she went she walked right past our table and I, we were sitting right across from another couple who was you know right about our age at me and my husband and the girl at the other table makes eye contact with me, and she's like, is that? And talks, looks at her husband and was like, is that who I think? And I looked at her, and I was like, yes, it was. And I gave her, like, a thumbs-up sign. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just saw a reality show person. Oh, my God. And meanwhile, the whole time in my head, I'm going, you just saw uh, two. <laughs> I didn't tell her that. I hope that someday she goes, wait a sec. That is fantastic. So it was fun because I was like talking about how we just saw a reality. Oh my God, isn't that crazy? We just saw a reality star person. Come on. I hope that I leave and somebody goes, hey, do you know that was Sarah from the real world you were talking to? They won't <laughs> because I'm not that exciting or important. But wow, I thought that was funny. People go bananas for those real housewives. Oh my God. Well, the real housewives are bananas. Why do people love it so much? <sighs> I think there's something about seeing the... Like, wealthy people act nuts. Yes. Yeah. And they have way more problems than... I mean, they have the same amount of problems that everybody else does. Yeah. And the only thing is, like, when you... Hey, Sarah, mo' money, mo' problems. Mo' money, mo' problems. (laughs) That is the truth. Do you think that? I do not. I I think mo' money, different problems. Yeah. Maybe that's a fair... You know, less having to clean toilets. Well, lots of things. In fact, I read a study the other day, I'm sure you saw it, about, you know, there's always this debate about can money buy you happiness? Yeah. There's like a certain point. Well, there is that. People came out. Yeah. Oh, did I just ruin your whole punchline? Okay, good. 
Because that's what I thought it was going to be, this oh. sort of, like, yes to a certain point, but yeah. then who cares? Yeah. And that level is so low. It's, like, 50000 Yeah, or it's really It's... But this was, I think, in The Atlantic. I'll put it in the newsletter. It was about how money can buy you happiness if you use it to um, eliminate some of your work. Like, if you were to buy a maid yeah. rather than... So they gave people in the study... 50 bucks. And they said, on this 50 bucks, you have to use something like get a maid or something that helps you around the house or in your life, run errands, mow Mm -hmm. your lawn, things like that. Mm -hmm. And then had them rate how much it helped their life. Mm -hmm. And then they gave them 50 bucks and said, buy something you just want to buy. Some people bought like a fancy bottle of wine. Mm -hmm. Some people bought something at the mall. This is a great study. Yeah. And it turned out the things that helped them, gave them more time. Oh, I was just going to say that. Yeah. I said, I think the thing that's most valuable to all of us is time. Yeah. And just that's the only thing. Not feeling happiness. so stressed, thinking, okay, someone else is going to take care of that. Mm-hmm. So that's good to know. Do you feel like time is sped up now that you've gotten older, the older you get? Yeah. I mean, that's just how it is. I know. But like, what's the deal with that? Well, I read this thing. <laughs> I read this thing about how, if you think about it, so like, let's say you're a baby, uh, one day is mm-hmm. like, of your life, your existence, right? Yeah, but the older you get, the smaller the ratio Mm. that a day equals Mm -hmm. of the percentage of your life. So you think for my grandma who passed away when she was 99 years old, time was just going by by in a blink of a second? Yeah. (gasps) Yeah, I do. I already feel like it goes by too fast. Yeah. Well, that's probably why you enjoyed our book club book, Einstein's Dream. I really did. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about the future and thinking about, you know, where we're going to be. And was discussing with a friend who has a couple of kids. I said, oh, yeah, maybe we'll be in our house for like 10 years or so. And yeah. she was like, that 10 will turn into 15 in front of your eyes so fast. Really? Yeah. And it's already been two. Wow. people. And I can't imagine of- only eight more years in that. We've, we're already one-fourth of the way done in, in that. No. That seems nuts. Right. I don't know if I agree with that statement yeah. i one think fifth of the way done whatever that math is. you know once your kid is in school then things become about like years because it's like uh-huh. eighth grade ninth grade whatever and yeah. then before you know it it's gone but those first five that'll slow things down real quick <laughs> i was like am i in a time warp right now from the time he was two until he was five he looked the same acted the same like, I was just like, you're just the same asshole for years and years. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they're grown. And you're like, yeah. wait, what? Right. I don't know. And then he's going to go to kindergarten. Um, okay, let's move on. Yes. All right, I got a lot to get to. Um, before we do, did you try your RX bar for breakfast? Lunch and dinner. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I really. You're living completely you're, on RX bars. Here's the problem is that I've already eaten through all my delicious coconut chocolate and chocolate sea salt. Have you tried that one? Yeah. Oh, hello. That's, it That's is it. something special. I'm sure the blueberry is great, but I haven't gotten to that bar yet. <laughs> I'm into that salty sweet combo. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about these bars. They're called RX bars that we love because wait, what's the rapper say? It's so funny. It's like no, no, no. It's just two eggs, like three dates, four whatever you know, handfuls of walnuts or whatever it is. 
And no BS. Yeah, and that's what we love about it. No BS. It's just a delicious bar with no garbage. <laughs> that and should those be the- gross preservatives and things that make it last on a shelf for 5,000 years that are, you know, probably going to kill you. And I'm not usually into this kind of bar. It's just because the taste is not for me, but mm-hmm. these are de- really, really delicious. So we wanted you guys to try them. And so if you go to rxbar.com slash brain candy and use promo code brain candy, you get 25% off your first order. And that is a very special offer for our listeners. These are really nice if you want something on the go or start your day with something healthy, but you don't want to fix it. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to do it. rxbar.com slash brain candy and use promo code brain candy at checkout. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm always hungry. Or an RX bar. I like how they say, we called BS on protein bars. Yes. Yeah. I'm all for that. BS. Calling BS on people. <laughs> Just in general. Another motto of our show. Uh, okay. So let me think. First of all, I have a bone to pick with you. Oh, goodness. What? Sarah. Yes. If you're a mom. Yeah. Sarah is not. <laughs> <laughs> and she always gives my kid crap that, like, she thinks he will like. Because I like. Because she likes it. And it's always the worst. <laughs> Go on. So, I mean, some examples leading up to the story mm-hmm, of today. Mm-hmm. I know you're going to use the example of the giving tree. Okay. She lent us the giving Like tr- I'm a monster who said read the giving tree and yeah. I'm the bad guy. You have to tailor your gifts to the personality <laughs> of the child, Sarah. He is sensitive. I didn't think he was going to cry. He wept. Wept. At the giving tree. (laughs) Then she comes back from Peru with a pan flute. (laughs) (laughs) And I know Susie hates whistling more than everything. And pan flutes may as well be an annoying next-door neighbor of whistling. (laughs) (laughs) And so this is a a theme. You know, like, she'll be like, here... Oh, she gave him, like, a 200-piece art kit with, like, paints... It's a great gift. But she doesn't have Next to deal. get him a stick and a ball. She doesn't have to deal with the cleanup right. or the noise or right. whatever. Or the weeping. <laughs> so she, she's like, Lincoln, I got you this book. It's the best. Because we do love Dr. Seuss around here. Right. What's the name of the damn book? If I Ran the Circus. First of all. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she's mad at me for getting a Dr. Seuss book for her. <laughs> I love the books normally. Some of them do run a little long. But this case, this book is like goddamn war and peace. <laughs> I did warn you it's a little long. It's so long. Every page has like, and it's not just text dense. It's words that are made up. So it's really, you have to pay attention and really get the words right. Uh-huh. And then... There's no point. You don't learn anything. It's just a dumb <laughs> story. And of part. course he loves it. <laughs> it is infuriating. <laughs> I cannot wait till you have a baby. I, I know. Your baby is going to have the biggest collection of the world's worst toys. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. Because however bad you think I am, my husband's worse. How so? He buys 
drum kits for children. <laughs> and their parents are like, what is this? He bought a three-foot-tall raptor dinosaur, like an electronic dinosaur for our friends that just goes off whenever. So, like, the mom will be walking through the house and all of a sudden it'll go, This is terrible. She's like, what is that noise? Uh, so you're on my bad list. Okay. For that. That's fair. And, all right. I'm glad it's going to be a long time till my birthday, so you don't feel the need to get back at me. <laughs> True. On my own birthday. I wanted to talk about a... I hope I do have kids soon, though. Duddy. I hope you do, too. I have a long list of things I'm going to be buying mm-hmm. for your little brat. My mom, the psychic mother I have, said that she got a message from my grandmother that my baby... There's something about Easter. No way. And then my, she says my baby, my grandma is going to be reincarnated as my baby. Okay. And she, my grandma said to her over and over and over, Easter, 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 like in my mom's, I don't know, psychic okay. vision. And I should say first, my grandma's favorite day of the entire year, favorite holiday since beginning of time, April Fool's Day. She loves it more than anything in the world. And we didn't know what t- day Easter landed on. So my mom and I were like, let's just look up when Easter is. April Fool's Day. No way. Yes. That's ironic. Isn't that I mean, weird? just thinking from a Jesus point of view on that one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. so fun. Um, well, so when do, do you think you'll be due that day, you mean? Well, or? I would have to be, like, pregnant now to be due that day. Oh, that's true. So yeah. I think maybe I'll... I don't think anything. This is just what my mother says. Interesting. So, you know, we'll look out. But I'm just putting it out in the universe now. So if I did get pregnant right around that time... You heard granny. it here first. All right. It's Granny. I have, I recently read a study. Oh, I love studies. Emojis. Oh, tell me. Which was really interesting. Oh, this is an aside about emojis, but I just heard that somebody got arrested in the, in a movie theater for masturbating to the emoji movie. No. But obviously he wasn't masturbating to the emoji movie. What, why is that obvious? Because... It's not the movie that's turned <gasps> on. He was in the back of the theater. Oh my god. Well, unless he's really into yellow happy faces. You know what? It's not that, though. It's a good thing you can't bring guns into places like that, because if I brought one and I saw that, I would murder his ass. Yeah. Isn't that fucking sick? Oh my god. So what is your steady show, Susan? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's... I, it, it just tickled me a bit because in academic circles there's always these debates that rage on about nothing it'll be like the smallest detail about this minutia that this one person studies Mm -hmm. and they'll fight over it in at conferences and stuff (laughs) and so linguistic uh scholars are debating whether emojis are even words and so first of all do you consider emojis words um, I want to say, yeah, I consider them symbols. Yeah. And then if you break down what is a, a word, a word is essentially a symbol. They're kind of pictures, though, which I but don't know. But they're pictures that convey a message. I guess right? I would call them language, but not words. Okay, that's, I agree with that, because they, conv- they tell a story... Mm-hmm. Right? And then order to them makes sense. Like, if you put them in a different order, right? Yeah. So that's what I want to bring up. I'm going to hold up these pictures for you. I'll put them in the newsletter. Okay. And so people can decide for themselves as well. So in this first picture is 
a man at a desk and he's holding money. Mm -hmm. And so, um, scholars ask people, what do you see in this picture? Okay. And so how would you describe it as man emoji and then money or money and then man or what? In the scenario, okay, so he's holding money. I would say man, then money. Yeah. And they talk about how most people chose that, but it's not always the case. And it kind of depends on how you see the action mm-hmm. and who's like the lead. And, and who's like the subject yeah. of the picture. Which is interesting. Well, and, and how his interaction would be with money? Because if it were like a man and money was raining down on him. Yeah. Like that picture, the that image. The action was on him. Yeah. Then yeah. I would put money, maybe an umbrella, and a man. Yeah, I get that. Okay, so then this next picture is um, a castle. Mm-hmm. Like build, yeah. Building. building. And then uh, in the foreground on the right is this guy walking by in a red sweater. Mm-hmm. How would you describe the, this picture? building than man so you mean an, like emoji. an emoji how would if you I, describe it in words oh you know what i would say a man walking by a building right but if i did it in emojis i would put that building first right maybe because it's the size of the building though and that he's to the right yes. of it um <clears throat> oh yeah because of his location in relation to the building. Right. I almost translate that. It's like a book. Yeah. When you but read. then if I were talking about it, I, would, I wouldn't say a man walking by the right of the building. No. But it's all, you know what? That makes me think you could almost get more specific with emojis because now with just two images, I've conveyed subject, location, and like their place. Action or and proximity. Action and proxi- all that stuff. Where if I just said a man, I would have to say with a sentence, a man wearing a red shirt and jeans walking past or walking on the right of a building. The linguistics people found that the people that did like man emoji and then castle Mm -hmm. used the words that way too. So a man walking by a castle. But the people that tended to do castle and then man tended to also verbally frame it as there's a building with a man walking by. But uh-huh. we aren't in that category. We did different right. opposite. So I'll send you guys this picture. And check it out for yourself. I just think that's an interesting idea. And um, Oh, I know what I'm a little bit. Have we talked about what emojis they do have and what they don't have? A little bit on the one that we lost. The, oh, well Because we talked about the Chinese takeout. Yes. Yeah. And how I'm outraged that there's no cleaning product emoji. Oh, yeah. You're so mad about that. What? Because I don't understand why you have a water pole player and a caterpillar, but you can't give me a mop or a broom. There's yeah. so m- I can't tell you how many times I've needed to use a cleaning emoji. <laughs> For like, oh, let's clean this shit up, or like, oh, get her out of here, like yeah. broom, like sweep, sweep. Uh huh. That should be a thing. <laughs> That's like a new phrase, like like uh, uh, like bay or thought or whatever. Sweeper out, sweeper. Let's just make it broom. our catchphrase. Sweeping sweep, it. Let's sweep it sweep. out of here. <laughs> make that a thing. Uh, 
there was another thing I wanted to talk to you about. <gasps> okay, yeah. Mm, this is so cool. Oh, I... I'm going to read this to you, and then we'll discuss. Okay. Things native English speakers know, but don't know we know. Oh. Adjectives in English absolutely have to be in the following order. Opinion, size, age, shape, color, origin, material, purpose, noun. So, you can have a lovely little old rectangular green French silver whittling knife, but if you mess with the word order in the slightest, you'll sound like a maniac. It's an odd thing that every English speaker uses that list, but almost none of us could write it out, and as size comes before color, green great dragons can't exist. Oh, my God. And it's like, yes, but why didn't I know that? Like, if I said... If I were talking about my outfit, I'd be like, okay, these are my favorite funky blue tight overalls. Tight blue overalls? Tight blue overalls. Yeah, because right? it wouldn't be blue tight. That sounds weird. Yeah. Tight blue overalls. Right. Tight. Because they'd be like And I have to say shape. my relation to the thing first. Like how I feel. The about opinion it. is opinion. the first one. That's yeah. it. Yeah. How weird is that? I freaking love it. I am a word junkie. Yeah. Like I like fiddling with words, seeing what word. That's why I started using the word bonkers because not a lot of people use it, but mm. it's so descriptive. You were telling me about another word that has three different. Was it you who was telling me about this? Has three different definitions, and if you look it up. It's the word, oh my God. While you think about it, let yeah. me tell you the word I love. Okay. Bioclarity. Two words. Is it one or no, two? No, it's one. Okay. <laughs> Basically, if you haven't tried this yet, you either have perfect skin and I hate your guts, or you're a dang fool. Here's why. Bioclarity is my favorite face wash. It's a three-step acne wash, but it has none of those weird, harsh chemicals. So it's cleansing and calming, but not hurting your skin. Doesn't cause the dryness, redness, and irritation. And that's what I love about it. Cause I've had things that are effective, yeah. but then they hurt my skin in other ways. Mm -hmm. And then I've had things that are soothing, but don't work. Right. This is solving that problem you should try it go to bioclarity.com my listeners get their first month for only 9.95 plus free shipping if you don't know that yet you're not a true brainiac that's a 20 dollars savings and it comes with a 100 percent risk-free money-back guarantee but you need to enter my code brain candy at bioclarity.com do that go I ahead remember the word yeah heady Heady. I was not the was person. Was it you? Mm -mm. Oh, this is great. Okay, so somebody said, look up the word. I used it in a sentence, and I was like, yeah, you know, they're kind of like a heady, blah, 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 blah. And they were like, look that word up. Okay. There are three different definitions for heady. It could be brainy, having a strong or exhilarating effect, or intoxicating, like you're under the influence of alcohol, like mm. heady, like... So it has three things that basically all mean the opposite. <laughs> right. 
of each other. It Thanks makes for no nothing, sense. Hetty. Yeah. Thanks for nothing, definition of Hetty. You can use it for anybody, and you might be right. There's a good, right. good chance. There's an occasion to use Hetty like, in yeah, any circumstance. If they're intoxicated or if they're bookish. Intoxicated or sober. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that is so dumb. Isn't that funny? But that is what I love about words. Right. Is that it's so complicated, and that's why I'm terrible. Sarah knows because we went to Brazil. I consider it to be terrifying to learn a second language because mm. I think of words as my superpower. Oh, they hold a lot of value to you. So, and I can right. get what I want. I can manipulate people in good and bad ways. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. You, you know, you can get what you need. You can get pe- convince people mm-hmm. to do things or make people feel good, flattery. All that right. is all through words. And if you strip that of me, I am like a lost soul. <laughs> That's why in Brazil I was like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. it's very intimidating. Yeah, I got nothing. If you take away my language, I'm like the dang little mermaid when she lost her voice. <laughs> You've got your looks, your pretty face, and don't underestimate the importance of body language. That is so good. <laughs> I love that you can do that on command. Um, I was trying to go over Disney. Uh, you know, speaking of this, I was having the conversation with my mom about the tone and the vote, uh, the gay voice and, you know, everything yeah. that we talked about. And oh, we yeah, were, you didn't mention in this redo about the gay the Disney, Disney thing. characters. Share with that. Okay, so in the, I want to say that it was like the, the 1930s or 40s, Hollywood almost made a push to villainize this gay character. There was the, there were a lot of movies that cast, um, there had a role of this almost, um, kind of uppity, like snooty, high class, you know. You called them dandies, Dandies, yeah. Yeah. And they, they were almost though asexual, but if you were gay at the time, you would recognize that that was a gay character. Yeah. Um. But then Hollywood did this weird push where they almost villainized all these characters, and all of a sudden, all of your evil villains all had this kind of, that same sort of dandy attitude. And if you look at the Disney villains, like Jafar mm-hmm. and uh, Gaston, and even though he's super masculine, there's still a little bit of that, like, um, who else is the big one? Captain Hook? Yes. Where they never have a female counterpart, and they almost always have a sidekick that's a male that is obsessed with them. Right. Like, you gave the example of Smee. Smee. Iago, even though he's a parrot, but it almost seems like the Lion King scar. Mm -hmm. They all have this, like, oh, well, da-da-da-da-da, look at you, you know? And it's the same voice that they would make the gay characters have in the 1930s. Yeah. And so what that does, and what this movie pointed out, is it subtly tells a message to anybody watching that anybody who talks like that or acts like that is a villain and is evil. Yeah. And that's fucked up. That <laughs> is. Well, I'm glad that they changed the villains, and they kind of made it more, in recent movies, it seems like they've made ideas or concepts villains, not people or things Mm -hmm. like frozen it was like there wasn't really a one thing that was like the bad guy it was like breaking the spell and the spell was what was evil or in in moana it was like the curse a curse Mm -hmm. not 
That's a, a good thing. Point. And that's good. Oh, that gives me goosebumps. That means it's like right uh-huh. on the money. <laughs> Um, thank you guys so much for leaving all those five-star reviews lately. Yeah, man. I'm watching it just go up, up I am up. watching, Whoa! too. Thanks, guys. It means so much to us, and it really helps our show. Mm-hmm. Um, and please don't forget to subscribe and tell a friend. Tweet it out. Tweet it out. I see them all. Tweet I see it, you tweeting. Tweet uh, Love it. Yeah, Love you it. should definitely tweet it out because you know what today is? What? I don't even want to say it. What? It's the anniversary of when I got all my money stolen from me. Are you kidding me? I didn't know, but Johnny put up a tweet on Twitter that said, Tag Sarah in this today, the anniversary of the best day ever, or whatever. He did not say that. uh So now I'm getting tagged in every single message about the anniversary of all my money being gone. Okay. All right. I'm going to have to deal with that in my head right now. Uh, Thanks, guys. See you (laughs) next time. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home yes, cool. or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.